This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. In my family. <laughs> I fucked it up. What is it? In my family, we like the finer things in life. Ostrich feathers and delusion. <laughs> when life came at me hard, I rose to the occasion. <laughs> That's actually one that they, I can see the music. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Tyler. And I'm Dravis. And this is Privileged Twinks. The podcast where we these on <laughs> Episode 15. Episode 5,324. It really does feel like that. The longest year ever. And we were watching the um, mid-season... Oh, peeps. The mid-season uh, trailer again. And there's like a lot more to come. I know. The drama unfolds. It looks like there's a Vita party where... Yes. I glasses Ginny, are thrown. Ginny throws a glass. Threats are made. Yes. Obviously, we, next week we see Jin and Lisa get into almost a fight. Fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it looks like they go on a trip somewhere. Yeah. And then also, I mean, I wonder, are they doing? It feels like they're doing a full twenty episodes. Oh, I mean, we're already on episode fifteen, and we have all that stuff to come. Still. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't even tease any of the other stuff on next week, except the Jin and Lisa fight. Yeah, which means that's at least another two episodes. I just mean there's other seasons of Housewives that are more than one season in that don't that are good that didn't get that many episodes. Yeah, we're watching Potomac right now, and some of them only have like fifteen episodes. Right. Uh, They've already I, they peaked. <laughs> I will say that this one, this cast kind of feels similar to Potomac in that like every single episode there's going to be some kind of fight. Right. Some sort of intrigue. Like there someone's going to be know like I don't know if I always say it's combative but yeah there are I feel like Salt Lake has a little more a few more setup episodes where there's like more little family and it's more like you can see it coming on the horizon yeah. which is going to be next episode. But like this one even It's almost like, like every episode. Jenny pulled her in, them all in to confront Mary and give the gift back like Right right right. You don't see things like that on every single episode of Most Housewives where right. I feel like on Salt like you really do or it's like an extreme setup episode. Right right right. Um did you have anything you wanted to talk about? No, just happy new year's guys but in 2020. So Yes. I feel like it's been I they I what did they take a two week break from? A it new feels episode? like it's been forever. It was I, only it was only one. It was only week one off. Yeah, with but the they holidays, took a week off before that the last one. Too. Gotcha. Yeah, the holidays made it feel like a long time. So, but anyways, we are wishing you health, wealth, and prosperity, honey. In twenty twenty two, Rona may she die. Not Rona, but I know we not Rona the person. But what if there's a person named Rona? <laughs> I don't wish ill on. I don't wish ill on anybody actually named Rona, but the coronavirus. I think they could gather that. Well, I'm just being specific. You know, we ain't trying to put no bad juju out here in the universe. Yeah, the um, there's a COVID testing site right by our house, and it is so the line is like was wrapped all the way around the block today. (laughs) She's active. We'll say that. Yeah, it's not really anything else going on in life. I'm starting a Twitch stream. Uh, 
TBD on that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's happening really fast. And it's not anything bad. You know, the end of the year is a time of family gatherings and friends and reflection. So, you know, it's what we did the past couple weeks. Now we're in the new year. Yeah, we went we get to, back to it. We went to Kentucky and had our flights canceled, like mm-hmm. everyone else in the world. We we went to Tennessee twice unexpectedly. <laughs> yeah, one time wasn't unexpectedly. You're right, but twice unexpectedly. <laughs> yeah, this twice the twice was unexpected. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we couldn't find any flights where we were, so we had to drive to Tennessee to get Travis on one. Yeah, it was wild. It was truly wild. Truly wild, and we didn't see any snow. At all. It was two degrees colder in Kentucky than it was in Southern California, which is wild. It's not, I mean, you know, the weather's, I'm from Florida, the weather's kind of always crazy, but I was expecting a a slightly larger difference. I'm excited. I think we're going to take a trip to Denver in February, and I really hope there's snow. Where we go. I guess if we're going tubing, there will have to be snow, whether it's or real or fake. be tubing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They get a lot of fires going on right now. But I don't think that's to do with heat. I think that's to do with dryness. But, I mean, dry without... You're only dry if you don't... So, yeah. I would no, guess it's both. You think? Fires don't just happen if it's, if it's wet. Well, I'm saying cold. It can happen in the cold, but it has to be dry, which means they don't have snow. Right. So, yeah. I said that. <laughs> not, I said the same thing. You didn't catch on. I said fires. Why did you repeat me? Wet. Why did you repeat and me? And you said, no, they don't happen when it's not dry. <laughs> I didn't say that. You're full of shit. Rewind the tapes. <laughs> I know. This is on camera, Mary. Right, exactly. I never said that. Yeah. I never said that. No, I would never say something like that. It's not I'm my character. Mostly excited to get back into this. We haven't done this. It feels like we haven't done this in a while. Yeah. We haven't spoken to each other. <laughs> I know. <laughs> God, I have to be in the same room with you again. It was nice. I feel like we should look into getting some kind of, uh, like, cable package or something so that we could watch this on Sundays, though. It'd be a lot nicer to watch on Sundays than have to watch on our lunch break and then immediately record and then immediately edit. Yeah. Something to consider. Um, if we have a fan out there who has a... <laughs> Let's start Dish a- login. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Just kidding. Comcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sling TV. What have you. Okay, let's get into it. So it starts off, Whitney's like walking in this restaurant talking about the re-rent party, which obviously a lot of the episode takes place there and maybe next episode too. Right. Um, Lisa is cleaning her toilet and says the cleaner isn't good enough. Heather... Bought her business partner an Audi, which was like very quick. <laughs> I say Audi. You say Audi. Sounds like Aunt Lottie. Aunt Audi. I don't know. I say Audi. I don't know if I ever said it out loud. Audi. I saw this TikTok and this guy was, or maybe it was a tweet, but he was saying he was getting his haircut and the people next to him were like talking about if they had, they they both had an Audi mm. and they were saying that they thought it wasn't popular these days to have an Audi. And the guy was like, I have an Audi. And he's talking about his belly button. And then he had to sit there and still get his hair cut the whole time. Awkward. Being embarrassed. <laughs> but what <would>, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, why are you thinking people are talking about popularity contests between That's what he was Indies saying. and he was Audis? Like, I don't think Audis are going anywhere. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> 
But that was your first clue that they weren't talking about Audi belly buttons because this just happened. It's anyway. not a choice that you make. You just either do or don't. <laughs> it's just one of those things that just happened to him, you know? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, how much do you think that car costs? They have a wide range. That one's probably... nice. Yeah. I would say over 60, maybe 70s. Yeah. Maybe 80s, maybe 90s. I don't fucking know. Wow. And if, <laughs> It's definitely above. It's I would say above a thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I would say it's definitely above sixty, but okay. it's probably on the higher end. Probably that. Well, that just shows you. How, I mean, I know that the plastic surgery industry as a whole is also very expensive. Mm-hmm. But then now she has like multiple locations. Like she's making it, making yeah. it. Oh yeah, she's breaking in the dough, honey. Um. Okay. Then speaking of cars, Jenny pulls up to Dewey's work in this like lime green Lamborghini. I think. Yeah, I think it was a Lambo. I'm not sure. We I didn't see, the... see what the thing was, but it had those suicide or what? What are those do- doors called? Yeah, I think they're called butterfly doors. doors. No, I think butterflies open like up and out. Those open like this. I mean, maybe it's not an appropriate. They went up name, and out, kind but... of, but not. Anyways, I don't know. They went above the car. They had extra doors. Doors that were extra. <laughs> not they didn't do extra. They're just extra in their performance. Yes. Uh, but it also matched her lime green, um, uh, oh, Hermes her bag that she had last time. Birkin. Birkin, yeah. She comes in with Cheesecake Factory to Dewey. hmm I-, I feel like this whole thing was literally just to promote Cheesecake Factory. Because so far we've seen Chipotle, we've seen them open a, chip- a bag of Chipotle and mm. eat it with okay. the logo on it. Yeah. We saw them eat, what else did they eat that episode? Oh, Jen and Sharif were eating Popeyes with the logo on it. Oh, and yeah. now they're eating Cheesecake Factory with the logo on it. Yeah, and I feel placement. like... Yeah. But <laughs> the reason I'm saying that is because literally nothing happens here at all. <laughs> like, they cut so fast away from her. Yeah, well, he probably tried to start talking about some other heinous way to torture his spouse. So... Wow. She yeah. did say that sometimes she pops in just to see if there's a sister wife in there. Yeah. I mean, that was a joke, but... Yeah. But she still has to think about it. She's got that material because dumb Dewey provided it. Yeah. Um, at the same time, we see that Mary goes to a restaurant with Meredith. Um, Mary makes this comment, like, I just woke up today and I felt like I had to have lunch with you. Like, it was meant to be. And I feel like they, they only left that in there just because it's like... Divin- divine meaning to everything. Yeah, this wasn't pre-planned at all. Right. Um, and then pretty much right away, Mary starts imitating Jenny's um, accent and mm-hmm. exaggerating it. And Meredith just laughs, kind of. Yeah. I mean, she did say something along the line of... She I said, let's think... not do a character. Yes, but... But she also was like... <laughs> yeah, but she... I think she was okay. I read that uh, it was uncomfortable, like as yeah. in like, <laughs> like you know, yeah. You don't want to like put your friend down in public, but at the same time, we should not be doing this. Yeah, type situation is what I got from it. Well, she's she's doing a lot of backtracking on Twitter. Well, yeah, duh. Did you read the tweets I sent you? No, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> you didn't do the research, and <laughs> you did it, and also. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, I I totally under, well, I say I totally understand. I get it because they are on TV and I think it's easy to forget the cameras are there after a while because that's what a lot of them say that you get comfortable and that's what makes good TV, I think, anyways. But 
at the same time, you have to remember in those situations, you can't, you're not like private. You can't say, oh, I don't think we should do that, you know, but not really go ham. Be like, you're going to be on national television. You have to say, we can't, no, no, no. Yeah. It's just, the whole thing to me is crazy how much she's denying it. And on Twitter, Mary, Mary mm-hmm. on Twitter, she was like, I didn't mean anything by it. Like, I'm not racist. It's just a joke. Like, get over it. Which is basically the definition of, like, not listening to a person of a certain cultural background telling you that it's racist. Right. I think what she said was obviously hurtful. Yeah. And you just have to say, you know, even if you didn't mean I mean, obviously, if you didn't mean it, you just say, I'm really sorry I didn't know it was going to come across that way and move on. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy that, like, I can already see in the reunion them having enough times that she said this to have a montage of it yeah that like that's when there's a problem well, obviously Mary, <laughs> well yes she clearly has an issue um with other with racism yeah. yeah um so aside from that well and also jenny didn't even like see that and that was also a big part of the episode was like her saying oh the mexican drug well, thing no jenny was saying jenny didn't see her make fun of her accent Oh, right, 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 right. She just... The, the, it's like the whole episode the was... The comment. Right. And then Mary's still doing it. Like, mm-hmm. that and still doubled and got on that. It just, it just was wild to see all in one episode. And we've also established that Mary is awful at accents. Yeah. Not that she should have done Jenny's, but she was bad at the Italian one, too. <laughs> so then she's kind of like, after going for Jenny's accent, she's like saying that... Whether she did say things about Jen or not, it's not Jenny's business to bring it up at the dinner table, which is just annoying. Uh, what do you mean? At pho, she was trying to be Jen's friend and was like, I didn't say anything about you. And Jenny was like, no, you did. And then Mary's like, well, it's none of her business. Yeah, I was very confused about this point because I remember you saying something like that's hypocritical. And I was like, I don't even know what's going on anymore because I don't know if it's the time <laughs> with the holidays or just Mary like always said something so random and she's so inconsistent that it's hard to keep up with like all the BS. It's hypocritical that she was like, stay out of my business when she stayed all in Jen's business and then denied it. That's true. She really did. Yeah. And this is multiple times where she's like, I didn't say that. And like, they yeah. had the exact thing. And it happened again. Everybody else is, right. <laughs> Everybody's like spot on with what she said. She's like, no. She's like, I wouldn't say a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Um, um, I also, I think in this part was when uh, Meredith makes a comment about Lisa. Because she asks her. Well, first she they says, go back to Jenny. They kind of do like a cut between these two launches. Uh-huh. They go back to Jenny and Dewey. And basically they bring up the uh, slanted eye comment. And they say that like this has implications. Like both of them have been made fun of for that exact thing growing up. But she brings up uh, Lisa and Mary pointedly asks her where they stand. And yeah. Meredith was like, oh, I don't know. Which is a break from she's it seemed a little on the fence about how she feels about Lisa and Jen. Yeah. She's weefled a little bit there. But she's always stayed on the side of her and Lisa are friends. Yeah. And this is the first time it really seems like there might be a, a deep enough crack for it to split. It's just kind of weird because I don't really understand. I don't know. 
It just feels like if Meredith was going to be mad about the Brooks thing, that she would have been really mad about it, like, before all the stuff at Vale. This season started off with Jen versus Meredith because of the Brooks comments online. Right. And then she apologized for it, and they, like, hugged it out, and it seemed like she was fine. Oh, and, and then the now, stuff. Yeah, I know. But now, if, if she apologized for the marriage stuff on the reunion. It, it doesn't matter if she's apologized for it. I'm saying that... Meredith has these ill feelings towards Jim because of all this stuff. She always yeah. says it's because of her kid, mostly. But there's all these other things that have happened. And then Lisa goes and befriends her. But I think she was looking at it like... Maybe she was trying to be magnanimous. Like, she was like, I can handle my own problems and I'm not going to control what other people do. You know, but at the end of the day, she's butthurt that Lisa is trying to was trying to build a friendship with Jen... Yeah, especially after all that the stuff that she did. And if she's good friends with the family, she, I don't know if you've known somebody a long time and they have kids, and then another person you know goes after their kids. Like you know, that's kind of to me. I'd be like, oh no, no, no. She just said that. she wishes that Lisa would like turn to Jen and say like, what you did to Brooks was wrong. But but Jen has already apologized to Meredith and Brooks for that, so it just seems kind of weird. It is, but I don't think she's. I don't think that's what she... I, I know that's what she's saying, but I think she's... I think that Meredith, deep down, can't reconcile their friendship, like Lisa's yeah. and Jen's. And she's trying to be rational about it, but really, she doesn't like it. Yeah. And I think it's just going to be... this Anything that Lisa steps out of line on, she's, she's going to use it to justify pulling away from her because she can't, as much as she says otherwise, she just can't get over it. Also, I wonder how much of this, I mean, well, I don't know. It seems to me like the beginning of the season, we talked about this a lot, but that Meredith was kind of like maybe going to be the favorite of the season and be the most like level headed and everything. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's not the case with, her backing Mary 100% for no reason. Ooh. But it almost makes me wonder if she... The Jen stuff happened, the apology happened, it seemed like everything was good, and then this veil stuff happened, and now Meredith is trying to take the higher ground and distance herself from Jen and make that very known. And then now she's trying to distance herself from Lisa because Lisa's kind of getting close with Jen. It's almost like, is this for her perception from the audience and she knows that if she turns away from Jen and then Lisa who's been kind of crazy this season is that is she thinking maybe in her mind that she's gonna get perceived better I don't think so I really think she didn't like Jen to begin with but I think she really like I think with the apologies and maybe she was interested in at least trying to move forward they do work together this is your co-worker you know at the end of the day you have to like do things with them so maybe she was thinking but the whole lawsuit thing was enough i think for Meredith to say okay i can walk i don't have to do that yeah maybe she was thinking she won't be on the show anymore because this is going to be enough to tank her yeah maybe she'll go to you know whoever whatever happens maybe jen will no longer be a problem I think, and maybe she was making a play of saying like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, maybe I can, when she was in Vail, trying to rally everybody up and be like, and not anti-Jen, but like, yeah, I don't want anything to do with her. Like maybe I kind of expecting other people to say the same, 
it felt like she, you know, that was enough for her to wipe her hands of the situation. Yeah. And then with Lisa, who is connected to Jen, I think it's, it goes back to what I said before, which is, it's just, she can't get over, because that happened a long time, like, towards the end of season one. Yeah. And how long ago did they film that? All this time. And she still says the same thing, which is, she doesn't quite understand why Lisa befriended Jen the way that she did. Which, yeah. Lisa has not given a good reason. True. In comparison with your friendship with somebody for a long time, prior to the show, like Heather. and on the show, I'm saying with Lisa and Meredith. Yeah. Well I, well, I just mean, Heather, like, has been friends with Jen for a long time. Whereas Lisa is just randomly, after a oh, bunch right. of shit went down, becoming her friend for who knows why. Right. And especially when you've known, been friends with Meredith for a long time, should have her kids back. Well, Meredith, but also her kids, especially. Um, and if she feels like you don't, and then you befriend this person, you can say, oh, it's because I felt bad for her. But that's not a good enough reason. Yeah. There's got to be something. And she's not produced a reason that justifies the the about face. In my opinion, and I'm sure in Meredith's opinion, and she hasn't let it go. So I think really she's not okay with it. Yeah. And she's going to take the first thing. And also, I mean, a lot of people were saying a lot of stuff about Jen at Vale, including Lisa. And so now for Lisa, just go right back to being like, oh, Jen, yeah, well, that's what you. Lisa does. I know, but I just mean that's probably getting on her under skin too. Because, I mean, you would expect Heather and then Whitney to kind of go back with Jen because they were always yeah. on Team Jen. I mean, she did it to Mary. I mean, well, maybe it's more annoying for her right now because she's doing it to Mary. And Meredith, for some reason, has taken up for Mary. So, yeah, I don't know. It's an extra. You're friends with Jen. Let's, you're coming after my bad. I'm on the <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to <laughs> back, back to Lisa. Get a little dark Sidious there. <laughs> Lisa... Uh, they're at her house and Jack is going to prom. Um, she like says something vague about ruining her prom date or her prom for her prom date. Oh, they were, she ruined the friendship because she made it awkward is what it sounded like. And so then this photographer comes over to take his picture. And my first thought was like, is he alone? Like, does he not have a date? And this mom hired like an actual photographer to just come take Pictures of him in his suit. Okay, okay. But let's stand up for the single kings out there. You don't have to be in a relationship all the time. Well, it's I also... You go to prom mean, by yourself. Yeah, but also to not have friends to take photos with, too. Oh, that's the thing. I see prom... I don't know. Part of me blocked out this little bit because I promise not. It prom, that was embarrassing for me. Did you go to prom? I did, yeah. I didn't... I probably shouldn't have. I don't know. Why? Well, because when I was in high school, I didn't have a social circle, and I was closeted. Yeah. And I did go with a girl. So, not that I think she was expecting anything, but, like, at the same time, I know my behavior wasn't normal because, you know... Yeah. Raging homosexual. (laughs) Yeah. I also went with a girl, but I was not in the closet. Yeah. I mean, it would have been fun. It, it, Like I said, it wasn't like anybody was expecting anything from me except normal social customs, which I couldn't really follow because I was not normal. <laughs> I just mean I positive. Meant, well, I meant more, even if like he had the, when, when the date came and everything, it's just like funny that this photographer is just taking pictures of him like posing at the piano and like weird <laughs> photos. Like those aren't prom photos. 
I thought Papa turned out nice. She did go full momager mode, though. She did. And yeah. honestly, this made me kind of like Lisa in these yeah. moments. She's, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I can't, I'm not, I don't, we don't know how she is as a mother per se in the sense of like their normal day to day, but I feel like she's a good parent and she looks after her kids. Yeah. And giving those opportunities like for, to learn to her kids, that's, you know, with her business and stuff like that. That's really cool. It was funny when she was like in, she was like, let me get in a photo. And she's like, it sounds like she was just like word vomiting. Oh. Kind of. She was like, remember that you wouldn't be here without me. And her, oh, husband, yes. her husband was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> then we go to Whitney's house and I don't feel like too much happens right here. Heather comes over. Um, she says that they spent over $300,000 rebranding. Mm. And that it's adding a strain on their relationship. Uh, Whitney and Justin's relationship. Yeah. Um, which it is kind of just odd. Like, it seems like she, like, did things without talking to him. And that's just odd. Yes. And she said she's not good with money. I, this is the thing I don't Do understand. Do you think it's going well? Yes. In the sense that I feel like they've sold well she said later in this episode that they they haven't made a return on the investment so they haven't profited pro- <laughs> profited what they put in so i guess in that sense no right but it hasn't been rebranded or really talked about that much on the show when they're having this party but she i think it had was started before the show and it's been around i mean so she's obviously started a business and the business has continued yeah so i think she's doing well in that sense I don't know if it's a popular product or anything like that. My Their first Instagram thought, has like 20,000 followers. Yeah. I felt like from this segment with her that she seemed a little bit in over her head. And it seemed like... Well, but I'm sure she's a... I'm not saying that like she's not good at business. I just mean it comes off like she's a little overwhelmed. And I... Also was like, why do, if you're talking about, maybe it's just like the bad with money thing, but like, why go through a whole rebrand that costs all this money if you don't need to? Like, what was wrong with... Iris and Bo. It's not a bad name. The logo was good. Well, this is what I think it was. They had a, they had a business, her and her business partner, right? Uh And this happened before the show. She got famous on the show. She got her own money from the show. Uh And... She probably realized if I buy her out and change this company to be associated with Whitney Rose, Wild Rose, WR, yeah, like that it's going to be way more memorable. And she's one of the popular ones on the show. Like, I think it's really smart. Did to... she say she bought out her business partner? Yeah. I don't remember that. And the business partner was like trying to sue her. Oh. But it's just her now. It's not two people. It's just gotcha. Her okay, so this is why she's doing the rebrand. Because of the buyout. I think it's because of the buyout and because she herself is a brand now. So if she's going to have a brand, then it, need, it should have her name in it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That makes more sense. I was like, why are you going through all this, burning through all this money if you're not in a place to do it? Well, and also, I mean, I don't know what the product itself looked like, but I mean... The beauty industry, like, changes, and if they had cheaper bottles or whatever, like, a rebrand makes sense to kind of, like, get the exact product Mm. or, like, exact packaging, exact... uh, I really like the new logo, too. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, I think I like the name Iris and Bo more than I like the name Wild Rose, but the logo is really good. Yeah. So. I think they did a good job on that, and 
it just makes sense to me. Like, it's kind of like I kind of, I blew up on TikTok, so I changed all my other social media handles to be Tylee Talk. Yeah. So that when people search Look, that, then they find me immediately. Right. Yeah. So if if her name is Whitney Rose and people are searching Whitney Rose Beauty, then Wild Beauty Wild Rose is more likely to come up than Iris and Bo. Yeah. Um, okay, then also at this point, they kind of imply, she tells her, she tells Heather what Lisa told her in the cave, um, about Mary, uh, saying that comment about, see what happens when you mess with my church, you go to jail. Uh And that kind of gets them on this train of maybe Mary and Meredith were in cahoots and knew about it, um, ahead of time. And that... Like, maybe because Meredith hired them private investigator that she found out more than she was looking for and let Mary in on it. Because it is kind of suspicious that the two people that are kind of acting the least, or I don't know, the least on Jen's side, that those two people weren't on the bus that morning. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's a little, it still feels a little conspiracy theory to me. But last minute, both of them changing the bus, and they're the only two. I mean, well, the this bathtub isn't, stuff. This isn't the first <laughs> time that Mary has changed travel plans to be in better comfort. That's true. And Meredith was already at a, like, she did not ride the bus. She was already in Colorado. So she wasn't going to be with them anyways. Yeah, but I feel like it was like a last minute thing still. Like, oh, I flew out tonight. Before or whatever. No, I thought she had something. Oh, I don't know. Oh, right. Because they had already planned it. Okay, I don't remember. But. Meredith got there a couple hours before them. Okay. Well, maybe. Although she has said unequivocally that she had nothing to do with the arrest. And, um, not that that makes it true, but. As also in the next time on. Heather and Whitney say, is there more to the story that we need to know? And Mary said, of course there is. And the private investigator, I don't know. She hired him to investigate text messages. So I don't know if yeah. digging further into Jim. But maybe that was an assignment she asked him to do. But that hasn't been said. There's just a lot of, there's not, I get, I can see how the dots attach. But that's why it feels conspiracy theory to me. Because it's. It's not based off any evidence. It's just like, or anything that's happened. It's just, these two people happen to not be there and they don't like Jen. So we could speculate. Yeah. But there's not really any, anything to stand on. Maybe we'll get something. Yeah. I mean, and it, it does seem like Mary was just saying that because she's just kind of full of herself and full of her church. But you never know. And she doesn't like to, she always complains about. Someone moved in above us and it sounds like an earthquake. If you can hear that, I'm sorry. <laughs> sounds like, uh, or no, it's, she doesn't like public transport. Yeah. So she doesn't want to be in a car. And, it, she, and what's the first thing she does whenever she gets into an argument with people? She walks away after she's had enough, which doesn't take very long. So she doesn't want to be in a car. And if you're in a car, car yeah, you people. can't, you're, there's nowhere to go. Uh, yeah, I get that. It's just, well, yeah. And she also kind of didn't. There's been a lot of situations where she just doesn't go to the party when she feels like she's in a weird state with one of the girls. Yeah. I think the only thing that I think that maybe they contributed to was telling them where they were. But I don't even think that they would need that beauty lab. But I don't think that would even need to be the case because the investigation 
that she's involved in started years yeah. before all this happened. And I, it's all of those departments that are involved. I, I think they know where she was. Also, I think you know what I mean? I don't got, think they need to be told. If you get, if you are one of the production crew and they, the U S government comes to you and says, where will Jen be on this date? Like you can't not tell them. Yeah, you cannot. Yes, you can. You cannot. Yeah, you better come. With, uh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. They can't. They need to serve the proper legal paperwork. You need to, yeah. like warrants and all that stuff. You can't yeah. force people to tell you whatever you want them to. Well, that's what I mean. If they well, got, I'm just saying, if be like we're gonna arrest Jin Shaw and we need to know where she's gonna be on this date. Right. If they were given the proper legal paperwork, they would have to do it. Right. That's what I mean. It's yeah. not like they're. That those six women were the only people that knew where Jen was going to be. Yeah, but also, outside of that, I don't think they needed production or... It sounds... These people have their own surveillance type stuff. I'm Yeah. That they can do whether... I don't know. I'm not even saying... Like, they have eyeballs. Like, they've probably been watching her, you know? Like, it's quite possible that they've been following her, you know? So they probably knew where she was the whole time. All right. Well, let's get to Jen, then. Because this is the first time we see her in the Shaw Chalet like again since the Sharif um discussion yeah she's with her mom and they're doing uh just some light charity work yeah just a little sprinkle I feel like that was like that looks too much like come film me while I'm making care packages for homeless people yeah well at least some good came out of it because even if it is to save face, somebody got something. Yeah. This part just kind of made me sad because you could really see that the mom was... She basically was like, if you go to... Like, it's worth any money I can give you because if you go to jail, then my life's over. Yeah. I mean, and so basically, Jen is just explaining... Or they're talking about it. Jen's talking about the money that they need for the lawyers. And we find out that her mom is basically liquidating all of her assets. A million dollars. Which is her retirement, all the stuff she has to live after her, you know, well, when her career's over, which sounds like it's happening soon. We also find out that Jen uh, is going to downsize. Right, which is good. I mean, obviously you need to do that, sweetie, if you need money. from yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but, like, um, I don't know. I think we both had the same thought, which was yeah. you uh, had better damn best be innocent if your mom's up here... F- getting rid of her retirement. Yeah. Like how, I mean that, that puts me on the fence to be like, cause Jen's a big family person. Yeah. And I almost, it's almost enough to make me think maybe she does think she's innocent because to have yeah. your, I mean, assuming that that wasn't all staged and scripted, you know, right. that's what I was like, gonna say. unless her and her mom have had the discussion, like I'm guilty, but let's put as much money into it as we can to try to not be. Or, or something. I, no, I don't think it, well, maybe, but I don't think she would do that because. I don't know. If you don't, then you lose. I mean, her mom, like, a million dollars sounds like a lot, which, I mean, it is a lot of money. But to live on, people, if you retire in your mid-50s to 60s, and you live 20 to 30 years, I that's, you know, you do the math, it's not as much as you think it is. Yeah. And on top of that. If they she loses and all that money and she loses the case, then what is her mom gonna do? I get what she's saying in the sense of like she's willing to to risk it because 
I just mean if you don't put $2 million toward having three amazing lawyers, then you're definitely going to go to jail even if you're not. Or you might go to jail even if you're not guilty. I mean, that's true. I don't know. I just would find it personally hard. If I was in that situation trying to lie my way out of it, I wouldn't risk my parents' retirement. Yeah. For it. I'd be like, I couldn't do that to you. Don't worry about it. I can handle it. You know, not like, yeah, go all in. Yeah. You know? Anyways. She, but also, she you don't know how much of... If she's a teacher and she has multiple houses to sell to get to a million dollars, then maybe some of that money came from Jen to begin with. Exactly. That's true, too. You know, I don't know. And maybe she didn't liquidate everything she has, and maybe... I mean, she made it sound like she did. And maybe she didn't liquidate anything, and they're just saying that to save face on the show. I don't know. Yeah. But if she did do it, and Jen's sitting there knowing she's guilty the whole time, oh, that's pretty bad. Yeah. All right, let's get to this party... So, Meredith... Oh, wait, before we move on, I just thought it was a nice little cultural insight. The whole Fahu thing, that's a fun name. The whole, you know, matriarch of the family type oh, yeah. thing. In Tongan culture. Yeah, Fahu. And I, and I just like that word. So, it's, it was a nice insight. It, yeah, it's, it's interesting because I feel like most cultures, well, Western cultures definitely are more, like, patriarchal. Yeah. Whereas well, I think Tong. I, I'm not. I don't know if it necessarily means it's not patriarchal. I'm not 100 percent on because I don't know that enough. But I looked it up a little bit, and it's like the um, there seems to be more information about like how what position in the family you are, like re- related wise. Mm-hmm. But uh, they serve important functions at like all the social stuff, like weddings and funerals. Oh, I see. And things like that. Okay, let's get to the party. So, Meredith and Mary are coming together, and Meredith is wearing the wildest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a little... It literally looked like she bought a purple blazer and pants, and Brooks glued giant ostrich feathers to half of one side and half of the other side. It was too much. It was too big. Also, I feel like if that was made, Mm -hmm. one of those giant feathers wouldn't come off. Yeah. And one of those feathers kept, came off. It surely did. I don't know. Did you also notice her, uh, her the new confessional look that came up with the orange dress? The one where it's like one boob in one side and one boob in the other side? Yeah. yeah. I didn't like it. That was on last episode, but yeah. Okay. Some people on Twitter are saying that they think she's wearing a breastplate in some of these because her boobs are just so far she, apart. Okay, in the other one. <laughs> yeah, the other one. It did look much And like it's much. very highlighted, like mm-hmm. with highlighter on. But I think she just put, I mean, that could just be, like, makeup. Yeah, yeah. So. I just mean, it just, it looked very like she was, like, a bionic woman in yeah. some of these shots. Anyways, but I didn't, I was like, I didn't like it. No, I mean, normally I like the stuff, this feather one was just a little wild. And didn't look, like, properly made. Like, at one point. It's like she didn't wear a blazer, and then I was like, please wear a blazer. It was a blazer, though. The orange thing wasn't. Oh, no, no, no. The feather one, though, at one point. Like, the one half of the collar was fully popped onto the other side because the feathers were just weighing down the other side. Oh, which makes me feel like it wasn't made like that. <laughs> yeah. It was just an odd choice. It was a choice. Also, it was Lisa dramatic. was saying... It At was, least she went for it, though. It was dra- dramatic. Lisa was saying that they, want, they were supposed to wear, like, nudes Nude. and blushes, and she fucking wore this giant purple... Pastel purple ostrich big bird thing. Yeah. Okay, we get to the event, Angie's there, and I was like, maybe something's going to happen, but nothing happened. So apparently, that's all behind Lisa. Uh, yeah, there's been too much that they've just buried that little nugget of gold. Yes. Um, 
right away, Jenny's talking to Heather, and she's like, what's in that bag? And Jenny's like, oh, it's my gift I'm giving back to Mary. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> ah, I thought Mary was going to take it way harder than she did, honestly. Yeah, she said, I am not playing. Um, Seth and Meredith are there, and they have this weird little kiss. <laughs> Mary is really mad because uh, no one can take her coat. And she says, oh, quote, so this stupid. is one of the worst know. events I've ever attended. Just because nobody can take your jacket. Put it on a chair. Yeah. Hold it. Hold it. (laughs) Take it off and hold it like a normal fucking person. I mean, I know she's not normal, but like, just because you have money doesn't mean you're Also, Jen was wearing the giant is helpless fur coat I've ever seen, and she kept it on. Mm Mm-hmm. Just being dramatic. Yes. Um, Per use. Yeah. Okay. It looks like a nice party. I mean, maybe it wasn't, like, butlered in all the bells and whistles. It looked so nice. There was plants everywhere. it's a business. That wild rose wall was great. There was product everywhere. There was Mm -hmm. logos everywhere. It was perfect. Yeah. And they had a red carpet. Mm -hmm. It's way better than your Met Gala party. Oh, and your Italian accent. And your your Italian party. Mm -hmm. You can't have a party in your own house because there's too much clutter everywhere. Okay. What are the mannequins going to say about that? Red carpet. Oh. He's pulling out all the stops. (laughs) Okay, Jen walks in and Meredith does his home. Wow, I thought we talked about this thing again. I'm really <laughs> for real over that. Get <laughs> out of here. You are on a tele. You're getting paid to be on a television show with castmates. Like you can't. If you had been successful in rallying everybody to your side of being anti-Jen, maybe between the jail stuff and that, she would be fired or whatever. But that's not what happened. Right? So you gotta let it go, girl. You're on a TV show with somebody else who's your castmate you're gonna film together. And I you can put up a front all you want. So I'm just saying, you gotta let all of this BS go. Don't talk about it no more. You're gonna be in the same room. Get over it. Build a bridge. It's tired and boring. Until March 2022. Okay, true, true, true. (laughs) Then maybe we'll see. In which case, you won't. You might not have to worry about it a damn second longer. Um, the so Seth has this weird comment about the like Justin playing golf with Whitney, and he's like, "No, you can't do that. Golf is to get away from your wife." I was like, "Somebody, come get this man and just put him away." I mean, they all seem to agree, though. I was like, straight men are so weird sometimes. But also, I get it, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a variety of things men do that their wives don't want to do. But there's a lot of women who like to play golf. Like smoking cigars in the foyer. (laughs) In the foyer. (laughs) It's just stupid. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Um, Okay, so then Jenny and... Jenny calls all the girls in because she wants to talk to Mary about the comment that she said at the thought lunch. mm -hmm, And she said Mary's memory is questionable. And she, so yeah, she did. Say we that. will have an audience, yes. so that there shall be no question. <laughs> yeah, she did that, say that, which is smart. I mean, it's, and it's totally true. Uh, so she says, "At my event, you said that you liked my slanted eyes, and I felt very insulted." And then Mary says, "I really love slanted eyes." Jenny says, <sighs> "Double it's a down, racist kind of joke. You're an adult. Take some responsibility." Right now, there is a lot of Asian hate, um, and Mary was like, "Cut her off." I was like, "Is that offensive to say?" Yes, someone is telling you it's offensive to your face. I know. I don't. I and mean, the Meredith fact that she of, Meredith kind of was like, I, don't know, maybe I wouldn't say. Yeah, she wee folds really hard. 
She like, said, "You were yeah, sitting. She said you she were all say being it. sat down by someone who is Asian, telling you this it was an offensive, offensive statement, and you two people are like, well, I don't know, what is that? Yeah. Well, what she said was, is I wouldn't have said it. Yeah. But she's leaving breathing room for Mary to like wiggle out of it, but she doesn't need wiggle room. And also, you're we you're doing that because you know it's you would say I wouldn't say it because you know it's wrong to say. Right. You shouldn't be saying it." Um, in her, in Mary's confessional, and she says, that's just a feature, and that's a beauty in America. In America, like, specifically. And I was like, what yeah. America do you live in? Yeah, because in? America doesn't have any history, uh, especially on the West Coast, of anti-Asian <laughs> social policies or anything. Stupid. She, she lives in delusion. Um, and then <laughs> Jenny says, this gift that you gave me in Vail, I'm giving back. She says it's because... In her culture, it's offensive to give a gift as a re-gift, like a used gift. I don't know. I mean, I take that, but also that's a... Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's offensive, but that's the thing in the South. Like, you you don't give somebody a gift. Like, that's... Yeah. But it comes up that the real reason is that Lisa told her that the gift was intended for Jen, which means she didn't even bring Jenny a gift. Or Jenny's gift that she brought was less than what she was going to get to get Jen, so she just gave them to Jen. Or to Jenny. Yeah. I don't know. This whole part, I wish she would have just said, like, I don't like you. I don't want your gift anymore. Yeah. She did give, it kind of went Because that's what it kind of went off with Heather that I thought she was going to say. Yeah. And it went on a little bit long. Like, she was giving multiple reasons. And it's like, girl, yeah, all you really needed to say was, I don't feel like we're friends. You're genuine to me. And I don't want to, I'm not going to accept this gift. Yeah. So then they kind of like start like playing with the shoes and Jen says, I'll take them. And, and blah, the whole, blah. yeah. And the whole point got lost because they were all goopling over the shoes. Well, then Whitney was like, uh, I would love to do a toast here with everyone, but uh, letting that Mary comment go is not okay. And we need to address when people say offensive things to our friend group, which then Lisa says, well, then Mary says, like, well, you know, when I just say whatever comes to my mind, which that's not a fucking excuse. Yeah. She's acting like she's a 90-year-old woman who's, like, saying, like, well, that's just a time. You guys are too sensitive. That's just a sign of the times. Or whatever. Yeah. I'm too old to change now. Right. And so then Lisa's like, well, while we're on the topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary said that Jen was like a Mexican thug, which is honestly less than what she said. Yeah. Uh, and Jen, or Lisa's like, we have to stop saying things like that about each other. And then that point gets lost because Meredith speaks up. Yes. Well, and also because she, like, vehemently denies it. Well, yeah. But before like, that, not Meredith like, says... Not like I, I don't remember saying that. Like, I would not say that. Right. Well, that comes a tiny bit later. But oh. Meredith says... I agree, but it just, it goes beyond prejudice, some of the things that we say about each other. Oh, and like, she shifts it. She, yeah, yeah, she cuts it off again. Yeah. Then Jen and Meredith kind of have this thing, and they Jen, Meredith says she's still hurt, and Jen's kind of like, okay. Uh, and then Lisa called Mary a liar because she starts denying the Mexican liar. thug thing. Yeah. And she's, and she's denying that she said anything bad about Jen, and she's denying that she said thing, bad things about Lisa. All of which were on camera, and we've already seen our true <laughs> right. Mary. And Mary's like, I will not be called a liar. And I, we were like... You are lying. You're lying. You're yeah. point blank lying. She's calling you out on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
And then Jenny kind of says, like, what does Mary have on Meredith that makes her keep standing up for her? Do you think she does? I don't think she does. I don't think she does. It. I don't really understand it, But it though. is a weird... I. It's weird that she's going so hard for her, because I didn't think they were... They don't were... seem that great of friends. Uh-huh. Like Especially... Camera. And they didn't seem like that in season one. They definitely weren't on season one. I don't know. It does seem like there is something unknown that's motivating it. But I just find it hard like to believe. A pact of silence for telling on Jen. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be. I don't know, but that I don't know if that's enough to. Again, it was an investigation that was ongoing, so it wasn't like they created the problem. Yeah, and I like because and I think they knew where she was the whole time, so I don't. I would find it surprising if they were involved in any way in that. But we'll find out. But I just mean, like, I, I, it does seem like there is something else. Yeah. But I don't... Do you think that, like... It doesn't seem to me like Mary would have dirt on Meredith. Do you think something like that could have come up in the Shaw Shocker if it was true or not? No. I mean, because they were saying, like, they were investigating all these people and the Jen's name came up, but... That doesn't mean that you didn't know your friend was doing things and that they could have told somebody along the way. So what I got from that was that they knew who Jen was and they were already investigating Jen prior to... The show, even? the At least the filming of season two. Yeah. If not before the show. I don't know the timing. But it seems like they couldn't have said or done anything. It's not like they reported her to them and then they started an investigation. They already knew about all this stuff. And I would think it would be unnecessary for them to tip off where Jen's at. Because she's not like, they know where she lives. I don't know. And I feel like maybe they have eyes, but maybe they didn't. Maybe they called and asked. Well, maybe. And said, where y'all gonna be? And they just willingly told them. Maybe it's just a thing of Meredith is more religious than she talks about on camera. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of fallen under Mary's spell. That could very well be. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Meredith gave Mary her last house mortgage. I don't know how mortgages work still, but... <laughs> we, girl, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Maybe she mortgaged her house and gave it to Meredith. Mary is the joke. Yes. <laughs> But I doubt it. Meredith and Mary walk away, and Lisa tries to go talk to both of them. Um, they both kind of, like, don't... They brush her off, and they're like, no, I don't want to talk to you, no, I don't want to talk to you. But then she kind of corners Mary, and they start talking right when Whitney's giving her speech. They seemingly miss the whole speech. I mean, it could be editing, but... Yeah. At one point, she literally is like, Mary, Jen, or... Mary, Lisa, during the speech... Did you hear that? No. She's like, Mary Lisa, this way. <laughs> like, she, So I don't think it was editing. Oh, okay. Fully, at least. Um, this is when Mary calls Lisa two-faced. I mean, which, to be fair, Lisa is kind of two-faced. Because, <laughs> again, she runs Mary up one side because she believes yeah. Cameron, but then to Mary's face, she's listening and understanding. Yeah. I mean, that part is two-faced, but... She seems to be calling her two-faced because she keeps denying this Mexican thug comment that she made. 
And she's like, well, but I, didn't, think, I didn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I, my character, but blah, I think blah. That's, but I think that's because Vale, she was being very nice to her and understanding and compassionate, yeah. even when she said that. And then now, all of a sudden, she has an issue with it. Yeah, that's true. And she's saying you should have had an issue with it then, which is true in a sense. At the same time, I will say, sometimes you got to let people reflect, you know. And sometimes when somebody says something you're not comfortable with, you may be, some people are not confrontational. Well, and also they were like fully leaving you don't... the house at that exact moment and like everyone yeah. was crying and it was a whole thing. And sometimes you don't know how you feel about things. Sometimes you're like, I don't know, is that something you can do? I don't know. And then you think about it and you say, you know what, that was kind of fucked up. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't have said that. Maybe not specifically about that comment because that was pretty much right away like a... <laughs> but it is one of those things like if you're dealing with a whole other thing and trying to calm someone down and then she's... Mary was like having this rage fit and then said that and a bunch of other things the chubby comment in the same moment like a lot was happening in that moment and it just i feel like if lisa would have been like oh that's uncalled for the mary been like shut the fuck up this is not about that this is about me like so she waited to bring it up right to a good moment to bring it up and then now mary's calling her two-faced for not to bring it up at the moment right damned if you do damned if you don't right obviously with Mary. Then they show Mary confessional and she's like, well, I only made that comment because Jen looked a certain way in the videos and there were helicopters and that was reading cartel to me. Like, <laughs> I was like, stop talking. Right. Please. <laughs> please. Please. And we basically, in it didn't say to be continued, but... It ends with Lisa in a confessional saying that Mary's just being defensive because she knows she's wrong. And then that's the end of the episode. So I'm assuming we get a little closure. Yeah, but also before this, they kept saying that Lisa was yelling. And she was not yelling. Not this time. Multiple people were like, Lisa's yelling. She's yelling. Or Meredith said it. Meredith said I refuse to be yelled at by my friend again. And she was not yelling. I know. I was like, they I don't know if the same person kept making the comment or if Mary and Meredith both said it. I'm I think sure. it was mostly Meredith saying it. Okay, but I was like, "Why? Are, she's not even raising her voice ever in this episode." Well, Meredith. Well, this in this party, Meredith hugged Whitney toward the end, and she looked wasted. Mm. So I don't know if maybe she's misremembering because she was just mad in the moment. Yeah, hyperbole yeah. as it was. There's also like you never know how much time is between things. I mean, yeah. they all arrived, they all went and sat down, and Whitney gave her seemingly into the night speech. So there was probably a lot of time in between things. Sure. So she could have got drunk and misremembered what happened twenty <sighs> yeah. minutes ago. I don't know. Well, the thing I didn't like about the upcoming uh, thing was that I, I I really don't like when they start to get physical. Yeah. It's just never a good... I thought you were going to say Seth's boob cake. I thought that was <laughs> hilarious. Because it's spot on. He's so obsessed. Yeah. I didn't realize it was obsessed with Whitney. Whitney's boobs. Yeah. But he is obsessed with boobs in general. And all things sexual, apparently. Um, it's but just... I just define, like, you know, Jenny throwing the glass is an escalated, like, physical activity. But as long as it's... I, you know, you're not hurting somebody. It's just theatrics. But at the end of the day, the it looks like on the bus, you know, Jen starts to get into Lisa's personal space. Yeah. I just, it's never, I don't know. 
it, feels, it, it feel it seems like it's going to be good TV. Like I get where people or production. I don't know. It's just I wish they would keep like be like you cannot put your hands on people. Don't well, do it that. also kind of comes back. T- I mean, I'm sure that hands aren't actually thrown, or we would see it yeah. on the next time on. But it's just one of those things where like Jen made me really uncomfortable a lot of times last season from going zero to a thousand very quickly over things that didn't need to be gone that far. Well, she even did it this episode, this season with uh, Lisa and the the guy who the was... The wolf. Yeah, thing. like when they were at that thing and she yeah. just started... Wah, bah, bah. Well, and like, and oh with her... God, calm down. And lady. with her workers. Uh-huh. Like, it's just this thing that she has, like, actual anger issues and it makes me uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. And it seems like we haven't had too much of it this season... And it seems like that party bus one is probably going to be a one of those things. Something is said and sets her off, and it's going to go off, off. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to that, because it's just... Ugh. Uh, the only reason I'm looking forward to it is because this episode really did make me come around to Lisa a lot more than I have in any of the other ones. And I feel like it's because she's actually being genuine. Uh, and so I hope that the Jen versus Lisa fight that ensues is because Lisa's standing up for something. Yeah. That's the only thing that I could be like, I look forward to that. Like maybe Lisa actually just being genuine with Jen. Yeah. About what the situation looks like, about who knows. Yeah. It makes me think, Heather's still at the top. She's not involved in a lot of the drama this year, but she's still at the top, in my opinion, of, like, my most liked in this season. Yeah. And show in general. Meredith is taking a steady... Decline. Decline. What would you say your order is right now? <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. Why would I put Heather at the top? I'm okay. problematic this season, but still relatable. Um, oh, Lord. Who would be next? I'm trying to think. I'd say Whitney next for me. Mm. Yeah, probably because <laughs> all the other ones are yeah, trash. All, they all have issues. <laughs> yeah, maybe Jenny. I don't know who would be. I would put Mary at the very bottom. Yeah, then Jen. Honestly, it's, maybe it's like a rotating every episode. It's like Mary and Jen are just cycling for the bottom spot. I don't know. I might put Meredith below Jen at this <gasps> point. She's just getting on my last nerve with the whole Mary thing. Wow. Mine. I have mine. I think. But I would put her above those two. But they would be at the bottom. And then Lisa, which is shocking to say. Well, I don't know. Wait, but I put Lisa. wait, go again. Start from the top. I can't. I'm not good with like spatial visual things. All right, I'll say mine and then you can think of who I'm saying and, I'll, and then you can go, okay? Okay. Mine, I think, would be Heather and then Whitney and then Lisa. As of this episode. Yeah. Then Jenny. Because... Morally, I think she's good, but she's a little boring. Yeah, she doesn't involve herself at all. Then I would say... Peep squeeze. Jen, because at least I think Jen is like... Has convictions and she sticks by them and she's entertaining. Then Meredith, because now Meredith is boring and also taking up for this person who I really can't stand. And then Mary. That's agreeable. It is. That's your. That's the same one. I I would co-sign that a little bit. <laughs> it's just hard. But for you me. would put Meredith above Jen. There's a little bit of Weevil in there for me for some of them in the middle. But I would say Mary and Jen are at the bottom for me right now. 
just Jen because the anger issues and also the whole legal issue. It's a little, it's a little much. I don't know if I would put Jen above Meredith at this point. I'm a little over the whole, I don't want to film with her thing. Like I've said, and I'm over, why are you defending Mary so hard? It doesn't make sense. I'm over the Mary thing. I'm over this outfit and I'm over her husband. <laughs> I'm not over him that much. I just, he's annoying when he, the only sound bites we get are about boobs. And, and I'm over Brooks. <gasps> wow. Spoken like a true privileged twang. I don't know. Maybe I'm not over Brooks. Brooks is kind of iconic in his own way. I'm not over, over, I'm not over Brooks because I was never on Brooks. <gasps> Or under Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't have any bad feelings about Brooks. Uh, he has a good Instagram presence. Oh, does he? Yeah. That's good. I think. I mean, and by presence, I mean just stone-faced model poses in very rich-looking places, which... Does well. People like to aspire to. <laughs> does he have... Has he come out, though, on... Now that I've seen. Okay. But, I mean, I think it's one of those things, like, I don't know. He's in the public eye, and he just doesn't want people to talk about only that, probably. That's right, my sure. thing. Sure, sure. Thank he you. doesn't have to. Right. I just was interested. Do you have any final thoughts about the episode or what you hope to see? It was entertaining. It was wild. It was rosy. It was fun. I... Oh! Apparently, it was delicious. Jen's Uber driver did an interview. Uber did you see this? Yeah. Okay. And he said that he dropped... I sent this to you. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember. Well, you don't read anything else I send to you, so That's I didn't know. That's not true. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't read the thing today. Today. Each. And the day before, and the day before. It's a two business day processing time, and you know this. <laughs> so, anyway, the, apparently, Jen's Uber driver from the night that Heather sent her home. Yeah. Did an interview, and he said that Jen, halfway home, said, can we end this ride now, and I'll pay you to take me to this other party. And it well, was like she offered 3 a.m. She offered to pay him because she didn't have... She, he said she was very drunk, yes. first of all. And then she wanted to go somewhere else. She canceled it. But then she did not have any ride-sharing apps on her phone. So she couldn't right. rebook him. Right. So she offered to pay him cash to take her to this other party she wanted to go to. Right. Which... To me, sounds like she probably did have Uber and she didn't want it tracked. No, he... Well, I'm not sure. If I remember the article correctly, it sounded like he got her phone to help her, and she didn't have any of them downloaded. Yeah. But, well, maybe that's the case, but to me, it kind of feels like she's not wanting to be tracked. Okay. Because, I mean, your rides are, like, there. Okay. Uh, So, then she gets him to drive her to this other, quote, party, which is just at, like, an apartment complex. Right. And it's 3 a.m. And then she offers to, if she gives him, if he gives her his phone number, that she'll call him back and pick her up from the party and then take her home. Right. She basically was like, canceled it and then was didn't have the ride chair up. So yeah. she was like, please, I will pay you cash to take me to this party and then just pick me up. And then to take me home. Yeah. Eventually. Mm-hmm. And to not mention it. Right. To anybody else. And this TikTok was kind of implying that. Like, why is she going to this apartment complex at 3 a.m. when it didn't seem like there was an actual party? So, who knows? But maybe she was just drunk going to another party. 
Or maybe this yeah. person is fully lying about everything. Right. For attention. Exactly. However, something to think about. And it, something that I kind of forgot about. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> she did get out of the Uber. That's the fact that we know. She left the car because Heather has the tracking, right? Yeah. She knows. She canceled the Uber before she got to where she was going. So it's completely plausible. Right. So I don't know if we'll see that come up again this season. I mean, there seems to be It'll other... It'll be on the reunion. For sure. If it's not in the show. You think? Oh, yeah. It was... Okay, they talked about it. It's going to be a question. What Is there happened? anything that you think, like, you want to definitely see at the reunion? Oh, my God. I haven't thought about enough about it. I, I don't know. Why? I... I want them to go more into Mary's... The church rumors. Yeah. Like, what are you all talking about? What is it? And Because some of them allude to knowing more than they do, even right. though stuff has come and out. And Whitney's Cameron conversation. Yeah, and I want them to go hard on Meredith. Like, why are you backing so hard? I don't know. But yeah. that, it's kind of early to say because stuff could still come out. So I don't know. I haven't really thought about it yet. I kind of want them, because it happened post-filming the stew uh oh the same, guilty plea thing yeah so yeah. i kind of want them to go hard on jen about that and kind of be like well why would he do it if he's your business partner well and also or if you don't know then explain you... to me who he is because right. why is he always in your house doing all your business for you and you don't know what he's doing okay but see i don't think that's fair because she always called him his her business partner yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her assistant, business partner, he does everything for her. But at the same time, it's not outside the realm of possibility that he was... If he had a, a, a higher level of access and power in her organization yeah. that he could do things, you know, that she wasn't exactly aware of. Or if she was like, just, I don't care, you do it, make me money. True. Maybe he did. True. And maybe she didn't mean, okay, I didn't mean illegally, but maybe he did. <laughs> yeah. It it all seems a little far fetched in some ways. I'm I just want, I'm just saying. I want to believe her. Yeah. Like, because she really is putting her entire family on the line at this point. You can't. There's to me. I don't know the whole. The, it's even the, more the, fucked the people, up if she hurt people that she's close with purposefully. That's what I was gonna say. the The whole thing with how she's taking advantage. Well. Say if she were guilty, then she's taking advantage of all these elderly people. Yeah. And that's fucked up. Okay. But it's not a but. However, and. she doesn't know those people, right? Your mother is your mother. You cannot allow your mother to liquidate all of the assets she has, all that she has to live on. Yeah. If you are guilty, like if you go to jail for that, for this. And your mom ends up broke. Come on. Yeah. If you're actually guilty, I should say. She could still go to jail and be innocent, technically speaking, but... Technically. Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be... It's gonna... It's weird that the trial is in three months. Like, in three months, we'll know one way or another what happens to her. Yeah. That's crazy. <gasps> we'll have to do a segment. A oh, yeah, because the, the time will be off. Yeah. Oh, that means we have to do real research. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just watch an edited episode. I also want to do an episode... Maybe you... We do our first visual podcast, but I want to do an episode where we review all the Housewives um, products Ooh. and we get Vita, we get 
some wild rose. Are we getting a Brooks blazer? We're going to have to get, I don't want a blazer, but I, no. I would get a hoodie if they're available. Right oh, now they're true. sold out. <gasps> okay. Um, but if we can't get a Brooks one, Meredith has her online store. Oh, also. Oh, okay. This are, her shit is expensive. You don't think we could afford anything? I don't know. It's all like hundreds of dollars. Which, I mean, we get afforded, but I don't know if people want to do that. Do that for a podcast episode where we'll make $2. Right. Also, can I read you Meredith's uh, Instagram bio? Oh, yes. Please do. Award-winning celebrity jewelry designer. Okay. The very first thing. And then, hashtag Real House of Salt Lake City, at Shop Meredith Marks, at Meredith Marks Park City. Which I don't know what that is. That's her store. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Is that weird? She's a celebrity jewelry designer? We've never heard it? Well, I mean, who? what other celebrity jewelry designers? Like, when you see people on the red carpet, do you know who made their jewelry? Probably I would not. assume she would talk about it on the show, is what I mean. Oh. It's I also think, weird I mean, to I have that before being a housewife on your bio. But if that's what she's most proud of, her design. Or if she wants delusion immediately. <laughs> well, we can look it up. I, I think I remember her saying something like that in the first season that she's made like her jewelry has been worn by celebrities okay. i don't know if it's like so we have to get some red harvest stuff custom jewelry okay that's gonna be expensive <laughs> just kidding and we have to go to beauty lab <gasps> that would be so fun just get a little botox at beauty lab right we can afford that right yeah for sure all right well let us know as the season, I mean, we're on episode 15, so it's not too far off that no matter what, that the show will be in taking a hiatus. Yeah. And so let us know. Uh, you can email me at 502tylermurphy at gmail.com. Um, if you have any ideas for what we could do in the off season or if there's any other franchises you want us to review in the meantime. Um, and yeah, those are our ideas for right now. Maybe a Jin Shaw investigative couple episodes uh, as the trial's happening, some product reviews, and yeah, we'll just go from there. So, all right. Thank you guys for listening. If you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe, share it with your friends who listen to or who watch Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you can rate and review us. Uh, don't leave a bad review like that one guy did. <laughs> And this has been Pretty Much Twinks. Do you want me to say that? No. And I'm Tyler. And this is Pretty Much Twinks. <laughs> and, and I'm Travis. Travis. <laughs> Bye. No, that's not what? the end. <laughs> you better edit this to the sound right, honey. I'm Tyler. And I'm Travis. And this has been Privileged Twinks. Privileged Twinks. That's what you wanted me to keep? Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.